bosses. It's the Digital Princess, and you're listening to The Boss Experience, where we share our personal stories as lady entrepreneurs. Today, we have Jasmine on the airways. Don't be sad. Go get your nails done. Don't be sad. Go get your nails done. Okay. She is the owner of My J Nails, and she's been serving her high standards in everything nail tech related for many years now. And I want you to know that she makes sure like every single one of her clients, their needs are met. Like you're not going to have any issues. She's patient. She's kind. She's probably slick a therapist, but let's get into it. Subscribe and multitask with us for 20 minutes. Secure your headphones, buckle your seatbelt, and turn up the volume because this is the inspiration you've been seeking. Boss lady, how you doing today? I am doing good. How are you? <laughs> I am awesome. I mean, how many girls did you have to leave crying to do this interview with me? <laughs> well, actually, my new schedule just started. So I'm not for the beginning of the week. I don't work any evenings because motherhood is priority. Motherhood is priority. And that's exactly like I wanted to ask you because we were connected by our good friend that has been on the podcast before, ladies, Stacy. And I know you have a life. Like you have a kid, you have kids. Like what's your family dynamic? Okay, so I am... uh, I have three children. I have two of my own and a bonus right now. So, um, I'm and a bonus. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we have three um, at home. And so, I'm mother, fiance, entrepreneur, you know. It's, um, I have a three-year-old, a 12-year-old, and a 13-year-old. I think, ladies, this is evidence that it can be done. It's hard. I mean, I have a partner, so I cannot take all the credit. You know what I'm saying? But um, I definitely, like, right now, am on mommy mode. Uh, he's at practice, so I'm doing this interview, you know. So it kind of have worked out. I had to make it fit where it could fit, you know. If he doesn't, if if your fiancé doesn't listen to any part of the interview, just play this clip. Because um, hand claps, the girls, we need to give out the claps because she made a point to say, I have a partner. And that means you really do. Okay. So I'm sure that helps with you scheduling. Like your kids can still do their activities. They still have locked in parents at home. But I know being a nail tech, like your schedule could have at a time been crazy. You said you went through, you've modified it. And I was on the site and I saw, I was like, okay, girl, like you're making sure you block out your time so you can have still part of yourself so tell us like how has that been since you've set boundaries with your with work and life as an entrepreneur I honestly feel and I say this all the time to anybody that will ask in entrepreneurship I mean I just think in life period finding balance doesn't really like finding full balance doesn't really exist to me you know I always feel like life is going to happen but finding structure mm. and being structured is something you know what I'm saying is more control it's something that you have ultimate control over of like the things you can you know control and the things you can't I feel like um having the balance you know has its ups and downs but since I set those boundaries I do have the freedom um, more of the freedom however there's something that you feel sometimes always lack you know what I mean like okay when I 
how do I, when I just work, right? I'm an entrepreneur. So sometimes you have the mindset that when I don't work, I don't get paid. So it's like now I'm transitioning of getting out of that and trying to have now, like, you know, maybe another stream of income, but I'm still self-employed. What else could I do so that when I pull back from my clients every day, I still am making money, right? Because in order for me to be a parent and, and give my time to my children that I need to into home, there has to be some sacrifice and some give. And I literally had to tell one of my clients, like, I was working when I was putting people before me. So if I'm putting people before me, then I'm putting them before my children. You see what I'm saying? Then I'm putting them before everything else. And I'm sitting here and trying to get you in, trying to get you in, letting you call me and say, oh, Stacy referred me. And I'm sitting here, okay, let me make room because she was referred and I don't want to lose. You know what I'm saying? That's putting everybody needs before mine till I was just working, working, working. So when I started to say, you know what? I got to put my foot down. Because guess who tired and burnt out? You, me, <laughs> and, pe- and people and still get people are gonna people. Yeah, I mean, people are gonna people are gonna take takers are always gonna take. And baby, if the pandemic didn't prove to me that I was essential, I didn't need nobody else to. Because I'm still in the midst of pandemic, people still was like, um, so you're not doing nails? Like, like where are you going? I remember when my nail you know? first broke. <laughs> I felt like when the pandemic first started, like that April stuff, like, okay, I was like, I got my first set, two and a half weeks, first nail gone. Oh, I think I cried. <laughs> I was like, oh. And that's so crazy. And let me tell you, the two months I was out, all my clients had their nails on. Oh my God. Oh, like they didn't have any problems. Oh, not one. Y'all get that? And I mean, y'all gotta just take time to go to her website and see some of the reviews because if you're still second guessing, the ladies are letting you know Keisha, Tisha, Tanya, and Monique all on there. <laughs> okay, spreading the good word. <clears throat> yes, yes. That's www.myjnails.com. M Y J N A I L Z. Just like that. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> and I want, like, I think your story of getting into nails is like so unique and fascinating where you just share, you know, how you were growing up and by and inside of your mom's salon and how it inspired you to like get on track to where you are now. Um, okay. I had, uh, I grew up in a little town in Illinois. Whoop, I'm a Midwest girl. Whoop, whoop. Fish um, and spaghetti. Yes, girl. Okay. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Um, I am definitely um, from the Midwest, but I'm from a really little town. Like, we have one high school. So, this is how small I'm talking. Wow. No mall. So, I am definitely a little town girl in a big city world. I'm definitely that. Um, I'm a country girl at heart, for sure. But I um, grew up. And my mother was in the beauty industry. She got, I think, in the beauty industry when I was like five years old. And so I always seen her um, have a job, but she worked for herself, right? She always had a good job, but then she would go, she worked for herself. Like, so when she had her salon, she would let me go with her. Um, She kind of raised me, not kind of, she raised me to be really independent. So at an early age, she started things. 
you know what I'm saying? And introduced me to things and showed me things or guided me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it wasn't like you work. were just following her around. She was like, look at what mommy's doing now. Like, exactly. Doing mm-hmm. I, exactly. So at the age of about like five or six, I was answering the phones in her salon. So I got to work for like three hours on Saturday and then my dad would come pick me up. Like I folded towels. I answered the phone. Um, I was real much, you know, like I just was like a big girl, you know? Mm-hmm. And so all throughout my life, you know, she had that hustle. And one day, like she did hair, she did hair and nails. However, like she would do hair more. So it was like half and half. But she also like was in nail competitions and she worked um, for like she was an educator for a nail company and things like that. So I just got exposed, you know, I got exposed to a lot of things and I really took a liking to nails and everybody thought like I would do hair, um, but I really did nails. And so one day she was like, I kept saying, mama, I can do it, I can do it. Let me, you know, let me show you I can do it. And she was like, girl, you're not gonna play in my stuff. You know how <laughs> mama be, you know, you're not gonna mess my stuff up. I'm, like, I'm not gonna mess it up, I can do it. So she gave me the nail, lo and behold, I did it. Of course, it was acrylic. It wasn't just perfect, but, you know, it showed her, like, oh, man, like, she really was, like... You was working the drill and everything? You really can do... Well, I did the acrylic at that time. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, I did just I the was acrylic. Say... She just made me do the acrylic, but we did... We were using the electric file, yeah. Oh, okay. Like, for the nail listeners, they know, but, look, I still didn't even really know what I was talking about just then with that question, my goodness. See, but... yeah, see a drill <laughs> is that what they use in the dentist. Oh, so it's called a hand file, an electric file. file. However, a backstory, you know, some nail influence comes from that industry, the dental industry. That's where we got like the small bits and that hand piece from. So that's why in your mind, it sounds like a drill and make you want to call it a drill. But drill is more industrial. Okay, got it. And I'm sure if we go deeper back, it was made by a black woman, y'all, but we don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but girl, let me let, let me do some research. I know, right? Because I'd be like, what? Like, I found out, like, my boyfriend told me something. I think he said, like, a, the broom was made by a black Like, everything always comes down to black women. And I'm like, I need to start Googling that more. But, me too. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I'm sorry me not too. to cut you off from the story. You know, no, you that's okay. Girl chat. Um... I know, that's all right. Hey, I got all the time you need, honey. <laughs> um, so, again, like, I started about 10 years old. I was about 10 years old. And I just picked it up. And so she really started letting me um, do stuff in the salon. So I used to have this little wheel. And, you know, like, it'll show all the designs. So I used to make designs on the wheel. And she would, her clients would pick them out. And she would replicate them. So, um, like, I also, I was always real creative, too. I sold, like, candle holder. I would make, like, at a distance at, like, 10 years old, I would make floating candle centerpieces for weddings and stuff. Mind you, I'm from a small town. So. You was the girl. It's like, you know, know, go get get your hair done and her daughter. She can help you with that wedding, too, girl. Yeah, that's Just like that. And my first true love was really makeup. Nails was just something I thought I liked. So I really liked makeup. However, nails ended up taking over. So about eighth grade, um, about seventh grade, maybe sixth or seventh grade, my mom opened a cosmetology school and a nail school. So I was able, in the state of Illinois, where I'm from, all you had to have was an eighth grade grade diploma to enroll in cosmetology school or nail school. So because my mom had a nail school, she enrolled me. And 
So in the summer of my eighth grade, going into freshman, I um, went to nail school. This right here, this is just like black excellence. Like I think it's so beautiful that your mom was able to go ahead and set you up like that. And I mean, nails are like more permanent makeup. So you're being creative on nails, something that lasts longer. And like, wow. So you you go into this cosmetology school, like right out of eighth grade. Yeah, I was in yeah, the summer. I was going to, um, yep, straight nail school. And then I actually did enroll in cosmetology school because at the time I was like, I just had the time. I was just young. It was, it was free. It was my mom's school. Why not take advantage of I'd be crazy. You know, she'd be crazy to not kind of say, you need to take advantage of this. (laughs) And so, um, I did. However, I did not like hair. And I didn't like anything about hair school. I think I only wanted to color. And I would have been, like, excellent at coloring and maybe being a female barber. I probably would have did that. But I just exited out. Mm -hmm. I didn't like it like that. So, I stuck with nails. And uh, when I was 16 and I got my license, my parents got me my first nail salon. So like as a freshman, at, um, excuse me, like as like a sophomore in high school, after school and during the summers, I did nails. So for like prom, all that, like I, I did nails. I had my own salon. Um, you know, I was like in the city paper, you know, that kind of thing. And that, that is so fly. I kind of gave it up for a while in my backstory. You know, I kind of, I went to college, you know, I'm from, I'm 34 years old also so I'm definitely from the era that you know our parents like people didn't really self-employment wasn't that you know it wasn't you you go to school like your job you go to school you go to college you get a degree because you're supposed to live and you're supposed to work nine to five and I feel like a lot of us got trapped into that because even looking at my career now I'm like I didn't necessarily have to do that and now I got student loans and stuff <laughs> girl um, I have $90,000 worth and I didn't graduate so you know what I'm saying Talk it about wasn't it. needed but, you however, already had a I'm business still successful. going and I'm had saying. I realized that and had I really honed in on that I thought I should go to school for business I also and honestly, you know, I also thought that I was supposed to make my mother proud by that. Like, I thought that I had this very high, successful woman that worked corporate America as well. My mom was supervisors in for major, major companies. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So I thought, like, still at the end of the day, I've seen her be an entrepreneur, but I've seen her work. Like, I've seen her still work. For, for that as well so it was like I felt like I owed it to her to mm-hmm. go to college and get a degree however I needed to go to college for something that I liked and maybe I would have had a degree mm-hmm. I went to college for something I thought I should go to college for got it you know what I'm saying you needed so some more that, time on that decision but yeah, you, made, just you just made young, it you know exactly young Absolutely, you know, and I uh, I ended up dropping out. Now I got I got pregnant, and I just said, you know what, this ain't for me. Like trying to have a juggle a baby and do this in the city by myself with just you know me and and my fiance. Like that was that on that. Mm-hmm. You know, so it was just like the juggle of life came, and I gave it up for a little bit, but I always went back to it though. And now you have your own salon. Yes, yes, ma'am. I Come have my on. own salon, intimate. Um, I'm in a suite at the moment, so we're very private. It's just me, you know, so I can give you all your time and attention. 
come on over to nail therapy. And where is it located? Is it in Sandy Springs? Yes, I am in Sandy Springs, 7730 Roswell Road, um, Suite 210. That's Atlanta, Georgia, 30350. <laughs> and, yeah, I'm just, I... and you also have these amazing like merchandise products to help like pull out your cards and stuff. <laughs> yeah, oh, so yes, let's talk about it. I have several products. I, um, also, I have like, it's called a card grabber. So basically, it's for really my long nail wears. However, if you're still one of those people, and we are still in COVID, and you just don't really want to touch anything, you basically just clip your card to it, you slide it in the gas pump, in the checkout line, and you just pull your card back out. Or you can use it to tap, like your fingers don't have to touch, you know, anything. But for the long nail women, we be having trouble. You know, you need so it anyway. Really, what it's designed for, right? And then I also uh, developed a line of skincare products. Um, that line is called Eleven Twenty One. So I no longer like wanted to continue to use. I just got tired of not having what I liked in a product for my services, right? So I said, well, let me create it. So I started to create it, and now I only use Eleven Twenty One skincare products um, for my manicures and my pedicures in the salon. Um, so, yeah. Absolutely. And I have to tell you guys, like, there was this time, well, my best friend just got married. I was the maid of honor and I had, I'm, you have to tell me the correct name for it, but I had one of your <laughs> cuticle oil brushes. Uh-huh. A slick stick. Yep. Oh my gosh, y'all, I have my slick stick and we're all in the room. You know, we have makeup artists and hair done. Go girl. Like she really set it up. I was like, oh, we're going to a wedding. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sitting there waiting to get my makeup done. I was like, oh, let me oil my cuticles because nails were dead, honey. So I'm putting the oil on my cuticles and everybody in the room is like, Brianna, what's that? What's what's that? What are you using? Can I have some? Will you oil my cuticles? I'm in there oiling the other girls' cuticles while they're getting their makeup done. Everybody yeah. had oil cuticles and they had only great things to say about it. So I want to oh, congratulate you. that you on that product alone. I was like, dang, I need to keep some of these on me and go ahead and sell them for a girl. Girl, be like, on, um, Mary Kay. Come on and get some, right? <laughs> come on and be an ambassador. Oh my gosh, but I yes, like, it. thank you. Thank you so much. And thank you for being on the show. Cause I just want y'all to hear like, she, you were basically able to tell us your life story in under 20 minutes and you triumphed like you were doing great so I want to make sure that you are really patting yourself on the back and that you're proud of yourself because I know like as Thank an entrepreneur you. you can be so hard on yourself yeah and stay encouraged you know if I can say anything to any especially a black woman a young woman chasing her dream just stay encouraged life don't throw you all type of curveballs but you gotta lead with faith you know and this entrepreneur life is hard mm-hmm Ain't nothing easy about it. So don't ever let nobody tell you it's easy because it's hard. <laughs> okay. And if you had to like choose one thing, what would you say is your superpower? Shh. Nobody ever asked me that. <laughs> mm. Oh, man. Um, wow. I think that my... Uh, uh, people ability. I don't even know if this is the right word, but I'm really a people person and mm -hmm. I really think that that's my superpower. Like, I'm that person that people come to with their problem, even though I have my own, you know, but I'm just that person. I think being able to 
be and address people and love on people and it's like really my superpower I might not do it the best but you know I try no that is I mean being sociable and being able to there you go being sociable absolutely yeah like a lot people like I'm not a big talker normally people talk to me and I'm just like okay but if I'm talking to you like you do have like that special you know you're just able to communicate well with anyone like there's no judgment or like weird energy coming off of you it's like I can sit down at a party and like end up talking to you I'm like girl I came by myself what you doing I just realized we've been talking for five minutes (laughs) that's me absolutely and I'm gonna ask you a lot of I'm gonna ask you too hey girl how you doing you cute (laughs) and that just makes life like life is so short like I truly believe we're here to make connections and meet new people and be good to people and people are missing that key value like be good to people it's surprising what people will do to others it's like it's okay and that is definitely a superpower to have because it is rare baby I need to, I'm, I'm, I'm like that. I'm like, I need to really still think about that. But I definitely think that that, I feel that that is like one thing that makes me happy to be able to do. You know, like I feel like it's my strength. Mm-hmm. So tell me this, like, what is, like, what's a lesson that you can say that you've learned over your journey? Um, <laughs> I need patience. Mm-hmm. Uh, ooh, um, the bit, yeah, learning to slow down too, like learning to let me say acceptance. Let me just put that, like, and learning to accept, like, where you are, but where you come from to get to where you're going. Absolutely, and giving yourself grace giving yourself grace that you are as long as you know you putting in the effort though now you can't just think in your mind I'm doing everything I can do this is really saying I'm doing everything I can do and still not maybe getting the results but mentally being able to say okay if this is not working what next instead of getting discouraged and letting it take you all the way back right like I'm going at my own pace Right, and it's like I had to learn that. Like I, you know, and you think, um, I don't know, I don't know how much time I have, but you think like it, I always say this. At 29, I had my midlife crisis, right? What I thought was my midlife crisis, like, girl, you couldn't have told me, baby, by 30, I was supposed to be a wife. I was already supposed to have my, you know, 40 acres and a mule. I was supposed to be driving my Benz. I was supposed mm-hmm. to be, you know, living life the best, five bedroom, like all of these things, right? But this was at 30. Like, it was just, like, at 30, my my life was supposed to be together. And when 30 came, right, like, at 29, when it was approaching, and I had none of those things, but I was not in a bad place. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. However, I just was like, oh, my God, I'm bummed. Like, I set this such this high expectation and I didn't let myself live to none of it. So yeah. I thought, you see what I'm saying? But then I started to be intentional with what I wanted with my life. And then I started praying and I started saying, okay, God, how can I achieve this? Like, you got to show me that I could stand by myself and quit this job and walk away. 
when I got a mouth to feed other than my own. Oh my gosh, girl, you're touching my soul right now. It's real though. Like whether so you I left a full time job, yeah. Like I, I literally, and it's like your mouth so powerful. Like your mouth is so powerful. You know what I'm saying? Like things happened, and I was able to take a step back from that job to be able to say, like, I was just like, Lord, you got to show me that I can make it. I need to see it. You know, I, I ain't understand it. Okay, y'all need to tell me clear, like regular, cause some something ain't clicking. I'm not getting the signs. I don't know why my life is hard. Am I going against what you want me to do? Cause I, I that don't work. That ain't working. Mm-hmm. You know, going against what you want me to do ain't working. So I got to be doing something. Got to change. And then I was clear on that. And then I, on my first month, self-employed by myself. I didn't even quit my job yet at the time. I just took a break. And I said, I'm gonna give it a month. In that one month, I made my gross income. I was short one penny. Okay. Wow. I said, oh, let me tell you something. I'm out of here. So you mean to tell me my hands? I just made this cash. I ain't even paid no taxes on this money yet. On my own time. You mean to tell me in 30 days, I made almost $3,000. What y'all paying me, like, right. At that time, it wasn't nothing because my prices was, you know, like 3000 for the month. But I'm I'm living off that. Oh, that was my, yeah, like I'm living off that. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, worth it got taking to the risk. As long as you understand, like, financing and the money that you're going to need, like... You did it. Yeah. You proved to yourself that it can be done. And this was on your time with people you wanted to sit with, like, in good energy mm-hmm. without all that extraness. Like, that corporate world is no joke. It's like a leech. It's a leech. And then you surrounded by people. Girl, I had got big. You know, I gained weight. You know, I always joke and I say, but people always like, how you leave corporate? I said, girl, because I got tired of a, a big, miserable helper. All y'all in here big. <laughs> All y'all in here miserable. All y'all in here know everybody business. Mm-hmm. Like, no, I'd rather not. It's like high school for grown-ups. I thought that we left <laughs> that in the past. I, I just didn't like it. Mm-mm. I'm not for and it. I, and I just knew, too, and I had to realize this within myself. I think this is a part of growing and maturing and understanding, too. When, when you leave your parents' house, you still on a mentality of I got to live this life a certain way, right? Because this is just how they raised me. But now I have to start finding my way. Mm-hmm. I'm a parent now. So what you going to say, like, how I'm going to teach them just to, I'm only going to keep doing what my parents show me or I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try some new things. I'm going to slip and fall, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I'm going to make a mistake and I'm going to figure out, okay, well, how, how do I not do that again? And as long as you're learning from your mistakes or learning from just, you know, not even necessarily a mistake, just going the wrong way. Like, it's mm-hmm. it's life. It's it is certainly life. life. And it's going to come at you from left and right. And you just got to be able to jump and dodge. This like temple run out here. <laughs> oh, my God. I never thought of it that way before. It's so right. <laughs> Yeah, but everybody get the same time in twenty four hours. It's just in how you use it, you know. It's just in what you right. choose to do with it. 
everybody get the same opportunities. Everybody have the same opportunities. It's just some people have it easier. Some people got it harder. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly like I hope you guys were really able to sit and resonate with us during our little girl boss talk today. <laughs> well, one more time, Jasmine, will you please let everybody know where they can buy your products, book you, and follow you? Yes, ma'am. You can follow me on IG at underscore my J nails. That's M Y, the letter J N A I L Z. I'm on Facebook as well with just my J nails. Um, you can also visit me online where you can book appointments, read my policies. You can shop all my wonderful, amazing products because I promise you'll fall in love with all of them and they are made with love at www.myjnails with a Z dot com um you learn a little bit more about me and i hope to be able to service you i be booked y'all i'm not gonna lie but um you know if you can get in hey welcome in thank y'all so much for listening to this week's episode of the boss experience with my j nails talk to y'all yes, later. thank you for having me <laughs> Bye-bye. bye baby